This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so uh, Holly, I feel seen, and I think you will feel seen too, um, by smart experts at the Wall Street Journal. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. I know. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, and uh, this is a safe place. We had a conversation last week. It actually started on Thursday, and we felt like Bradley was trolling us, so then we decided to continue it when he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> about how kind of during the past few months as uh, we've been in a different kind of quarantine pause style, um, maybe uh, showering has been more of a suggestion than a regular practice. Yes. <laughs> so we had a conversation about like, how often are people really showering, right? And there are people who want us to know that they're showering twice a day uh, or once a day. And Holly, uh, you and I to that say, Good on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Uh, that maybe just isn't our schedule. Good no. for you. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of you. Now, Grant, we have not checked in with you. Um, what is your shower schedule? <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually once a day type person, but uh, let's be honest, during this time and holidays and everything we've got going on with COVID, I've been here long hours, long days. Yeah. And um, I'll be real honest right now. I showered the last time, and this is really embarrassing, no, but I'm going to say it. It's safe. This is a safe place. Sunday night. Good for you. Sunday night. That's I, cool. I've been running all day on E for the last two days, Sunday night. It is all good. And I am not near enough to you to smell you. So it doesn't matter. Sorry, Holly. You'll um, be in here after. So. And, uh, well, I'll crack a window when air She's fine. Crack a window. Yeah. <laughs> She's fine. So anyway, so uh, so I, so I we talked about this. And then imagine my surprise when I see a headline in the Wall Street Journal. I'm like, oh, people real smart. Mm-hmm. The headline is, do you need to shower every day? Here's what doctors say about the effect of frequent showers on your health and your skin. And I was like, so I would like to read this. <laughs> so somebody over at the Wall Street Journal obviously listens to the Colleen and Bradley show. Because they're smart. Yeah. Can I also give a hat tip to the Wall Street Journal for this other amazing feature that I love about them? You can opt to listen to the article. Oh, amazing. I am so here for this. You guys, because seriously, who has time to sit and read? Okay, fine. I do because I read the whole article. <laughs> Thank you because but, it's behind a paywall and I don't have yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I do. I did. This is one of the ones, uh, the Wall Street Journal that always gets me. And so finally I just was like, fine, fine, take fine. my money. So what did the Wall Street Journal okay. learned newspaper of record have to say about us not bathing? So they talked to a number of, quote, experts, and those would be doctor people. And um, they basically were like, yeah, guys, um, you don't really need to shower every day. In fact, 
there actually might be benefits to showering less frequently, especially in this weather, in this dry weather. And if you are a person who has drier skin, you might benefit from showering less frequently mm-hmm. um, because it dries your skin out. And some soaps actually are stripping your skin of beneficial bacteria, bacteria that's there for a reason that you need. They say that for most adults, the reason that they shower is to reduce body odor. But you don't really need to do that when you're not around people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, he did say uh, that there's not strong data on how frequently you should be showering from an infectious standpoint. But there are microorganisms that live in your skin that you don't necessarily want to constantly wash off. That they're there to protect you. So I would just like to say from a health standpoint, not showering every day is good for you. That's what I am receiving from this. And that we are being healthy, Colleen, by not bathing every day. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do say for many people in North America specifically, the daily shower has more to do with learned habits than it actually has to do with health. Um, that we actually, as human beings, are made to sort of self-clean. Yeah. And that we don't maybe allow our bodies the time and uh, to to like engage in that process. Oh, sure. So what you're saying is kind of like akin to, oh, God, with Listerine back in the day. Yeah. Halitosis. Yes. Where they were like, you have bad breath. But it was like, well, halitosis, what the heck is that? It was meant to push Listerine on you. Yeah. And I like Listerine because it's one of those things where... I, admittedly, I don't feel clean until I've brushed my teeth and rinsed out my mouth. It's just like, ooh, I'm minty. Yeah. I'm ready to face the world. I today. feel like that's like a. That's yeah, a thing. That, I'm Keep, here for that. You don't want to yeah. skip a day. Please of that. continue. No. Yeah. Please continue in that method. Yeah. Have you <laughs> flossed recently? Take an inventory. It's good for you. By the way, flossing. <laughs> can I just say of flossing? It really doesn't, and I'm not talking about the dance. It really doesn't take that long. So why are you not doing it? Not you, Holly. That's me. And that's not meant to say in a shaming way. That's in an encouraging way. Guys, go ahead and floss. It doesn't take that long. Yeah, take care of those teeth. You can multitask, too. Yeah. You can floss and do other things. But it is one of those things where, due to, to the point of the Wall Street Journal, being like, okay, so what is actually a beneficial habit versus what is a habit that was created right. by a soap bar company to get you to rinse off your bits and buy more soap. Right. So soap is good. I like soap. I use soap. Newsflash. Mm-hmm. But it is just one of those things to th- think about in your own habits because it's like, so the trend now for hair care is that you don't wash your hair every right. day. The no po- it's the no poo movement. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not what kidding. Do you mean, no poo? Look it up. No shampoo. Oh, I yeah. was like, well, the no poo movement. I, I know mean. it's a whole different. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, apparently that's not a movement. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, but right, so it is one of those things. Growing up, I used to wash my hair every single day, and mm-hmm. I would wash it, condition it, dry it, do all of this labor around my hair. And now I'm at the point where, honest to goodness, I don't know the last time I washed my hair. And it is kind of concerning. I'm ready to wash it tonight. But it is that habit that you have. Like, where do you pick up these things? Yeah. And, and who's telling you what? And, you know, if you shower twice a day and it feels good, great. Do good it. On you. If you want to shower as a suggestion, great. Do it. You know, Rock your vibe. I just want to say, um, Elaine Larson, uh, who's the professor emerita at Columbia University School of Nursing, fancy and smart, says, 
adults should shower every three to seven days, depending on their age and activity. Well, I'm right on schedule. There you go. Oh, so you're this fine, afternoon, Grant. I'll be perfect. Feel no shame. <laughs> know that a learned, intelligent person is signing off on that behavior. <laughs> uh, so there you go. And um, I just wanted to share that with everybody because I know that there are some people who were made to feel bad about their uh, showering schedule. And we're here to say, you don't have to feel bad. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, there is a people exclusive about one Tom Cruise. And it is pretty clear that his people are on full blown damage control. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, People Magazine is on some serious damage control on behalf of Tom Cruise. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. No Bradley trainer. No Bradley. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hi. Now, what is People Magazine doing on behalf of Tom Cruise? Ooh, Colleen. People.com is running with a People exclusive. What does a People exclusive mean, Colleen? It means the call's coming from inside the house. And let me tell you, that call coming from inside the house is off the hook on this one. So this is a continuation of the saga of Tom Cruise's on-set outburst on the set of Mission Impossible 7 that was conveniently leaked to the press mid-last week. And... That tactic backfired. Now, we've been talking about that at length. The long story, the long story short on this, however you want to say that, is basically that we've come to the conclusion that Tom Cruise himself staged that episode on the set of Mission Impossible 7 in order to project a certain public persona about the way that he handles himself, Tom Cruise movie star. I said, would you agree that that's kind of where we've landed at this point? Yes, absolutely. Well, we not only have we figured that out Colleen we who are astute paying attentioners eagle-eyed <laughs> watchers of pop culture exactly. and gossip but i think that that messaging has broken through to casual tabloid readers and observers and i say that because people.com is running with this exclusive story about tom cruise in that video saying that tom cruise's onset outburst is because he's a perfectionist and expects others to follow suit Okay, can I hit the pause <laughs> button for one red hot second? Yeah. And just say the following. Um, and I say this with the awareness that we are talking about this right now. But why are we still talking about this? Well, and I don't mean us. Yes. I think that is the question. Like, why is this still a big deal? Because Tom Cruise's people are still making it a big deal. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're talking about it because other people are talking about it. If if People.com was not running with this exclusive story about Tom Cruise's onset outburst with multiple sources confirming Tom Cruise's position, mm-hmm. then this story would have gone away. It would have rested in the doldrums of the holiday season, and we would have soon forgotten about it. And Tom Cruise would have gotten back to work sometime in January after spending time in Miami with his quote-unquote family. All right? So it's so obvious. It's so obvious. That this backfired for Tom Cruise, and now they're in damage control. And lots of sources are saying... 
about Tom Cruise and this outburst. It's it's hard to describe how incredibly intense and focused he is on making every movie the absolute best possible. This source goes on to say that the Mission Impossible movies are very special to Tom Cruise. They are, quote unquote, his movies. Tom helped set up. It's all he has. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. That's my editorial comment. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, as you were. But get this, Colleen. So the source goes on to say that Tom helped set up the COVID protocol. Of course, he takes it personally when the protocol is broken. Now, let's go back to a simpler time. The simpler time being yesterday, 12 Mm. p.m. on the Colleen and Bradley show. We were talking about Leah Remini. Mm hmm. And her open letter to the Underground Bunker, which is a Scientology blog. Leah Remini opens up with the fact that Scientologists have been noted on the record of saying that COVID doesn't really exist. Right. So I find it fresh that the source is countering that narrative Mm -hmm. by saying specifically that Tom Cruise helped set up the COVID protocol and that he takes it personally when the protocol is broken. Yeah. So... What is so this is what's so interesting. This is one of the things that that Leah Remini said in her open letter to the underground bunker is that Scientologists are aware of how things sound and massaging how the public perceives what is happening. So while they may not believe it themselves, they have an awareness. Now, this is some weird gymnastics. They have an awareness that the public is perceiving it in a certain way. So they want to spin the message so that it, um, so that the public can digest it in a positive way. So this makes perfect sense. And by the way, FYI, uh, why am I clapping? I don't know. Everybody who speaks on behalf of Tom Cruise is in the Church of Scientology, period, full stop. Yeah. No. His entire, all of his representation, Church of Scientology. Everybody who speaks on behalf of Tom Cruise, every source that is quoted for Tom Cruise is a member of the Church of Scientology, unless they are identifying themselves as not. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning, well, no, if they're speaking on behalf of Tom Cruise, they're members of the church. Yeah. If it's somebody speaking um, against Tom Cruise, it's usually like Mike Rinder, who's a former Scientologist who used to work very closely with Tom Cruise. And oh, by the way, who I'm going to listen to because he knows a couple things. Or Leah Remini, who also used to be in the Church of Scientology. She didn't necessarily work closely with Tom Cruise, but she knows things and I'm going to listen to her. Yeah. My point being that the source in this article, you might as well say Church of Scientology member number three. <laughs> and because what they're doing is they they are crafting the narrative in a way that the non-Scientology public can digest it. And they are manipulating the story so that we see it differently. Yes, exactly. And here's another point to that, Colleen. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. The, in this damage control article from about Tom Cruise from People.com, late last week, the story was that Tom Cruise and his Mission Impossible 7 co-star Haley Atwell were romantically involved. Yes. Well, then Tom Cruise's people... You know, so that story was put out there with a thud because we all smelled it for what it was fake. Mm -hmm. His people then went to people.com for an exclusive saying that's not the case. And now within this story, this exclusive story on people.com, this is what they say about Tom Cruise. Tom's whole life is his work. When he sees something less than professional, he wants to make it right. So reading into that quote, that speaks to me that they're putting out the fire that Tom Cruise is involved in any kind of human relationship with anyone whatsoever. Mm. So so they're they're also squashing that move, which backfired in their faces. No, he's just all about work. That's his whole life. Um, I have to tell you, we are we don't have time for this, but I am like I'm on the very uh, first step of a rabbit hole that I'm about to fall down. Ooh, fun involving the Church of Scientology and People Magazine and their relationship. Oh. Um, because I have a curiosity that I'm going to work through and maybe bring some theories tomorrow. Ooh. I love it. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. No Bradley trainer. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, and we're telling you about these celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm going to call J-Lo my D-bag today. Ooh! So, remember, it's hard to forget <laughs> that Don't she's... Don't by the rocks that I got. Mm, she's, I'm still, I'm still a D-bag. No, nope, she's really not Jenny from the block anymore, though. <laughs> no, she's not. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're not pulling the wool over my eyes. So, you know that she... It's hard to miss this. She's engaged to Alex Rodriguez. What? Why no, right? <laughs> and um, you also know that they had to cancel their June wedding in Italy. Oh, <laughs> I'm, 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 oh, hold on a second. Let me so, get the let tissues. Me get, let me so get my it. tiny violin. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for everybody. It's been such a rough year that J-Lo and A-Rod couldn't get married in Italy in June. So um, apparently she was a guest on Andy Cohen's uh, Sirius XM radio show, Radio Andy. And, uh, you know, she, he, apparently he suggested that, uh, she and A-Rod maybe could be similar to Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, who've been happily Mm-mm. partnered since 1983, but have never gotten married. And J-Lo said, oh yeah, we've talked about that for sure. I mean, at our age, we've both been married before. It's like, do we even get married or do we not? Like, what does that mean for us? Um, and it just, it comes down to like personal, like, what do you want to do? Oh, 
Jesus. So here's why she's my D-bag today is because now we're going to go down this trail of like, maybe I don't want to get married. And so that's going to be how we pay attention to her right now. Oh, of course. Because Jennifer Lopez, master of publicity... She's she's a great celebrity in as much as like she Jennifer Lopez knows how to be a celebrity. Oh, she does it right. She does it right. She knows how to keep the conversation going. My whole OGs about this Jennifer Lopez story is that I'm going to take the cynical view on this Mm. and that you are all about romance and engagements on the beach with a beautiful sunset Mm -hmm. and a million dollar diamond ring and a and a lush Italian wedding. Up until the point where it was convenient for your relationship. (laughs) Up until the point it was convenient for us to pay attention to it. Well, now you're just like, well, maybe I I don't really need to get married. We'll just be like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, who, by all interviews with those two, they have made a very authentic choice for their relationship. And they have come to that decision that that's kind of how they want things to roll. And it doesn't have anything to do with the attention that people would give them for making such a choice. Right. Jennifer Lopez declaring that is all about the thirst. It is just hundred percent. That is a one hundred and ten percent a thirsty comment that she made to Andy Cohen to keep the speculation about their relationship going. Yes. Sorry, I had to take <laughs> yeah. care of an issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was yawning. Sorry, oh, it was right. not your fault. It was. You I know, mean, it's Jennifer it's Lopez me. and Alex Rodriguez. That's and how boring I feel about gossip. them. It just it's it literally is like how am I going to get people to keep talking about me? And our relationship. And our relationship. And so now will the question be, will they ever get married? I don't... Do what you want to do, J-Lo. I don't care. I don't have any skin in that game. No. Believe me. Believe me. And, you know, I guess from your track record, Jennifer Lopez can be seen, at least in the relationship department... As a person who loves love. she That is actually, I mean, I honestly actually think she would even admit that. Like, she just loves being in love. Yes, and all of the romantic aspects of being in love. I mean, the the seduction of having a beautiful sunlit engagement on the beach with flowers and romance and glitz and glamour it is very lovely i mean not arguing against that that would be nice every once in a while Mm -hmm. but then comes the point in the relationship when you have to hide your significant other's grundies in the closet because someone's coming to bleed out the radiator second time molly second time (laughs) (laughs) meaning that there's the minutia of the day in and day out of a of a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. that is not filterable through instagram posts and it's not Romantic. Amen. Yeah, it is just not capital R romantic. It's so true. And like boundaries don't exist. No, they're gone. (laughs) Forget about it. Forget about it. And there is something that is truly genuinely lovely about that kind of romance and love. Exactly. Yes, I agree. It's just not sexy to the rest of the world. Right. It's like our house when we're taking pictures and we're not trying to put it in front. We want to take the picture in front of the Christmas tree, not in front of the messy pot. A hundred percent. Listen, I will tell you guys this, uh, having had this experience on more than one occasion, that uh, the, the time when like there is no turning back in a relationship between uh, a couple when one is giving birth oh. um, because there was stuff coming out of me <laughs> that like I don't even want to know like they Including, were like but not limited to humans. humans there were other things too I mean they came at me with a mirror and they were like would you like a mirror and I was like no 
I don't want a mirror. They and then ask I thought you to myself, you wanted a mirror? oh yeah, they do. They ask you if you want a mirror so you can see the show. Oh. And I'm like, no thanks. I'm golden. I'm working through something right, right. now. Like I'm, I'm need to be in this my headspace. But then it occurred to me, like I turned down the mirror. But my husband is seeing the action end of this, and I don't even know what happened. I like I don't have any clue. I don't want to know what he saw. You there is that it like takes you to a next level of vulnerability that the, nothing prepares you for this. I can imagine that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I didn't realize that they gave you the opportunity to watch the show like they were going to hand you a box of dots and <laughs> you would sit back and relax and watch the action unfold. You you Is could crazy? you could be a young Catholic student like I was and they forced us to watch that at uh, I think in 7th grade. Oh. We had to sit and watch one of those as a video and I'm like, "Oh, movie time." Not no not not, no, really. not the movie you were looking for, was it? No. No. <laughs> yeah. it, it literally makes me completely understand and say, "You know what, honey, if you don't want to that's, that's cool. cool it's fine that's, fine. that's neat building it's, empathy it is um yeah it's a it's a it's a moment guys it's yeah. a moment and um it's one of those things too in some homes you just don't talk about it like i've never actually expressed an interest in what actually my husband experienced I'm like, you don't have to tell me the whole story. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So thanks. Enough about uh, me giving birth. Let's talk about something else. Who's your D-Bag? The Cliff Notes of Birth by Matt Lindstrom. (laughs) Trust me. The book is there. Um, He would find a really nice way to tell you about it, though, because that's the kind of husband I have. Uh, Snoop Dogg's my D-Bag. Okay. What's he up to? And I'm kind of sad about making Snoop Dogg my D-Bag. Snoop Dogg is my D-Bag today. Because of his opinions that he has on one of the hottest music videos of the year. Oh, I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be WAP by Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. and Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not really play this on the air because it is not safe for work. It's not. And if you're it like, I don't NSFW. even know what that word means. It's the letters W-A-P. And you can feel free to Google that on your own time. But please don't do it on your work computer <laughs> as you were. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Snoop Dogg a couple of weeks ago, sat down for an interview, and he shared his feelings on Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP. Here's what he had to say. (laughs) He said, oh my God, slow down, like slow down and let's have some imagination. Snoop Dogg said, let's have some privacy, some intimacy. Uh, He said it's too... He went on to basically say that that should be... this, And I quote... That should be a woman's, that's your pride and possession. That's your jewel of the Nile. Okay. That's what you should hold on to. That should be a possession that no one gets to know about until they know about it. And what Snoop Dogg is referring to is basically Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's sexual expression. In lady bits. In lady bits. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And how they like to express their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Because for those of you who have not listened to WAP or haven't watched it yet, it's really sexually explicit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is really explicit. And I'm not here for Snoop Dogg's opinion on that. I'm not really either. And his is, he's not alone. Like, he's not alone. And what I love is to hear both Megan Thee Stallion and um, Cardi B um, respond to that opinion. Yeah. And, and basically, like, Oh, cool. All right. Neat. Have you listened to male rap music? Um, ha- Snoop Dogg, ha- have you listened to your own track called 
Bleeps Ain't Bleep. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. his first album, the name of his first album in general mm-hmm. is pretty graphic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. It's, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you guys heard what uh, Cardi B has come out for her new, what, they, what she thinks WAP should stand for? Oh. Can we say it? Can we say yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It, it's got an M that's not present, but it's just to kind of produce or promote wearing a mask. But it's wear a mask, please, is oh, what she's telling I people. Her. That's her new standing for WAP. I well, just love her fabulous, so Fabulous, Cardi B. Now, during this interview... I think that Snoop Dogg is having moments that we all have where we're kind of changing positions in real time once we realize the things that are coming out yep. of our mouths. Yeah. Don't and really. you're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I... Somebody might use me against me at some point in this argument. Yeah, because Snoop Dogg went on to say in this interview, when I was 21, 22, I might have been on with the movement, he says. I probably would have been on the remix. Snoop Dogg says, but as an older man, and I think he's only like 50, mm-hmm. maybe, and change. Mm-hmm. He said, I love it. They're expressing themselves and doing their thing. I just don't want it that fashionable to where young girls express themselves like that without ever even knowing that there is a jewel that they hold on to until the right person comes around. Okay. Here's the thing, Snoop Dogg. Uh, Is he talking to his son about his son's jewel? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Female sexuality is not a jewel. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is to be possessed. Mm. It's it's just him saying it and calling it that is, is like, it's just, it's not as, it's it's completely wrong. It it's, is. It's so wrong for him to, to name it like that. Yes. And then, like you said, have him have his place and saying it. No, you can tell your son about his thing. Let her do her thing. Right. Or, you know, talk to your own children about their jewels. But if you're going to, if if this is a one-sided conversation, you're what you're saying, what he's doing is saying women are not allowed to... um express their sexuality until they've found the person who they can express their sexuality to. Right. Or that it's a jewel, that it's the way that I'm reading it, that a jewel is transactional in as much as it's like, here's a piece of quote unquote wealth that mm-hmm. I'm going to give to you. No, right. no, 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 no. That's no. mine. That's mine. 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 It's my jewel. Mine. <laughs> and it's not something that you give away transactionally in that way. And and if Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B want to express their sexuality in a very graphic, explicit way, why also that Snoop Dogg is not paying attention to the fact that there is a... Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP doesn't exist in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. There is a precedent for this kind of track. There's a precedent for this kind of expression of sexuality that goes back decades mm-hmm. and a long time so people are going to be expressing their sexuality in this way and snoop dog please just we look, don't have time for you n- okay bye. we don't have time for you bye go back to martha stewart's house and smoke some weed exactly <laughs> great do what you're good make at. those Thank cookies you. honey when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um holly is going to delight us with yet another d-bag everybody get your eye rolls ready because alicia silverstone is coming to the table <laughs> after this on my talk 1071 this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom no bradley trainer no he's bradley. on vacation uh, for the Holiday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And sometimes there's just a lot of D bag in the world, man. And like we like to point it out because that's what we do on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh we had way too much D bag today, so it's time for a little D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
I was trying to figure out a way to bring the story to the table. And the easiest way to do it is to just simply let the story unfold in front of you. And specifically, I brought this treat for Colleen Lindstrom because Alicia Silverstone is my D-bag double down of the day. (laughs) Uh, She's a frequent flyer in this category. She is. Put your Uh, tray table up. uh, For her exploits, including but not limited to baby birding her her child's food, Mm. which is pre-chewing it and then giving it to her child. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, talking about- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About her child's haircut and mm-hmm. how it was an extreme emotional experience mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Bathing with her nine-year-old. Ba- oh, bathing. I forgot never about forget. that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Grant. Oh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome. That mm-hmm. is it. Yeah. Welcome to the room. Let's have keep yeah. going. Just <laughs> yeah. keep going. Put it all out there. Um, Alicia Silverstone has a new movie out and it's on video on demand and I don't even remember what it's called. That's cool. not the point. I, can I just say, because I, I, I do have to say this because somebody's going to send me an email and be like, you're so mean to Alicia Silverstone. I actually love her as an actress. Yeah. She was in the Babysitter's Club, the new reboot. So great. I loved her in Clueless. Yes. I, I love her as an actress. Yeah. Uh, her off-screen persona is great on me. Just a little bit. Here's the thing, too. Alicia Silverstone offers up this uh, information on her own. Yeah, nobody asks. <laughs> nobody, nobody asks. asks. <laughs> nobody asks. So she was talking to Entertainment Tonight. It's, it's a, a real good show. Because she has a new movie out. And... She's talking about her son named Bear Mm -hmm. and how Bear, her son, has never needed antibiotics because he's vegan. (laughs) Get your eyeball back in your skull, Colleen. I am done. Roll to the other side of the room. Okay, keep going. I'm just going to use Alicia's own words, so let's just quote here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He, Bear, is such an example of health. This is a child who is plant-based. Continuing the quote. Uh-uh. What? To never have needed antibiotics in nine years uh-uh. and to never have needed any kind of medical intervention. Uh-uh. Most kids have so many ear infections. They're taking medicine all the time. Uh-uh. I'm not saying I wouldn't give it to him. I'm saying he doesn't need it. Uh-uh. End quote. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I can't right now. You want more? No. Yes. Sure. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I must hate myself. I'm cringing. No. Here's, a, here's oh. another. I'm going to continue the quote of Alicia Silverstone talking about her son, Bear, and his medical needs. Quote, this is a kid who's been sick twice in his life. Twice. For like a few hours, he said, Mommy, I don't feel good. I'm going to lay down. In his whole life, twice, he can get a snot nose, but he's still climbing trees. 
Alicia Silverstone continues, quote, he's just so healthy. I just want to share that with the world so people can see that a plant based baby Mm-mm. is really Mm-mm. healthy. It's not like they're just doing OK. Oh, I'm going to throw up. They can do better. <laughs> is that plant based puke okay. in your mouth? Oh, my gosh. OK, so sorry. I now I have to go because I can't. OK, so number one, number one, number one, n- number one, which is a number two. Um, That is not her boasting about a plant-based diet. Yes, I know. Everybody thinks, oh, she's just extolling the virtues of her vegan lifestyle. No, she's not. No, she's not. No, No. she's not. Let's be clear. What she's saying is, I'm a superior parent to the rest of the rest of you who feed your children crap. I'm sorry, I almost said another word because I'm real angry. Okay, thank you. Um, Grant, get the dumb. I got my hand over. Thank it. you. She's saying she's saying all the rest of you who who feed your kids bad foods and uh, don't the, you you're bad parents. I'm a good parent because look at, I pay attention to these things. And because I paid attention, look at how wonderful my kid is. He's, he's good. Your kid is dumb. Okay. She didn't say that, but like <laughs> she's like, that's what that's about. It does not, it's not, has nothing to do with her vegan diet. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with her congratulating herself for the lifestyle she pushed on her child and and by the way okay there's a latin term post hoc ergo propter hoc which means after this therefore because of this this is a mistake y'all people everybody does everybody makes just because of one thing it does not necessarily mean the other thing Mm -hmm. for example Am I going to say it? I'm going to say it. I'm yes, going to say it. I'm going to say it. Please. Some people might have a heart attack after they get a vaccination. Oh. That does not mean the heart attack was because of the vaccination. Oh. In other words, he may have never been sick. It may have nothing to do with his vegan lifestyle. But she, mother, has decided that those two things go together. And so she is congratulating. Oh, I'm so sorry. I am in a space. No, that so was the she's point. Congratulating, of this <laughs> she's congratulating herself for the life that she has created for her yeah. son. I just want to share that with the world so people can see that a plant-based baby is really healthy. Okay, so here's my second thing. That was her thing. quote. Oh, here's my second thing. What, pray tell, is going to happen when the whole world crumbles around her and her child needs an antibiotic? Mm. How is that going to go? Yeah, when you when you when Bear needs a Z-Pack. Yeah, when you've created a world where you are now trying to educate everybody about the choices that you've made as a family and the and the what you believe is the outcome of those choices is that he's so healthy. He's so healthy. He's never needed antibiotics. What happens when he gets some sort of infection? Right. He needs antibiotics and your house of cards falls. Right. 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 You know, and what's interesting when Alicia Silverstone is talking is that she kind of talks around it because she's like, I'm not saying I wouldn't give it to him. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. So she's already allowing her herself this space out. in logic, this yes. out for being like, well, I never said I wouldn't give him medicine if he needed it. What I'm saying is that I think that this plant-based diet is making it so that he doesn't need it. Right. 
and she's presenting it like it's a fact. Mm-hmm. When and when this, you're not providing any kind of science, Alicia Silverstone, no. about bears' diet. You're just saying this. Yeah. So ugh. it's anecdotal, but she Correct. doesn't seem to have that awareness. No, she oh, doesn't. I need to like. I need to go on a walk. Okay, great. Stretch Thanks. your legs. Crack cool. a window. I'm take gonna, a breath. Yep. I'm going <laughs> to need to take some deep cleansing breaths. And when we Crack come a back, <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the movie that people would be surprised that you have never seen? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll take your calls after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.